Patience at the National Institute of Standards and Technology is starting to wear thin. NIST has been waiting since January for the Office of Information and Regulatory Affairs, part of the Office of Management and Budget, part of the White House, to finish its review of new and expanded privacy controls in Special Publication 800-53, Revision 5. The nine-month approval process is now having a downward impact on several other publications NIST wants to release. In his weekly feature, The Reporter's Notebook, Executive Editor Jason Miller writes about how OIRA's review sluggishness isn't just challenging for NIST, but for other agencies and vendors, too. Jason joins me now with the latest details. All right. First of all, 853, really important document. Remind us what it is and why it matters so much to to NIST and to everybody else. Oh, one of the things about the 853 document is it's one of those seminal publications that has been around really since for about 15 years, and it really is all the security controls that agencies and, and vendors now really need to consider when you're protecting federal networks, federal systems. And really, Tom, this is bled into the private sector. People now look at NIST and go, okay, what is NIST recommending? Let me beg, borrow, and steal from it. In it fact, almost has the stature of Webster's Dictionary, pretty much, when people are talking about security controls. In many ways, when you talk about security controls, it is the publication that you refer back to, exactly, like Webster's Dictionary. In fact, this has been downloaded since 2013 alone. It has been downloaded or, or accessed through NIST's website 20 million times. That's an incredible amount. This That's is, more than like a Madonna video. <laughs> a Madonna video. Now you're dating yourself, Tom. <laughs> but the point here is that this publication is so important because of, of the, the long tentacles it has that stretch into the agencies, that stretch into the state and local government, stretch into the private sector. And Revision 5, again, uh, it will update, take into account the constant change that agencies and other organizations face when they're trying to protect their networks and systems. And that's why this is an important document. And nine months now from OIRA, this is a relatively long time compared to what they usually take or have taken historically. What's interesting about OIRA is that typically they would only look at pieces and parts of this document. And this this is not a regular regulation, right? This is not the EPA or the Commerce Department or Interior putting through a regulation where they go through the regulatory review process. OIRA is part of it because NIST has broken out and really integrated the privacy controls throughout the entire document. Before, it was just an appendix. And OIRA would look at Appendix J and then offer comments and go through the interagency process. Now, because the way NIST has rewritten Revision 5, because privacy is such a big part of security, OIRA is playing a bigger role. And nobody argues that they shouldn't because of how important privacy has become and and continues to be. What is challenging here is... As Ron Ross said, the senior fellow at NIST, privacy accounts for only about 2% of the entire document. So 2% is being held up, is holding up the other 98%. And I think that's what's frustrating, not just to him, but to a lot of other people across government. I guess the couple of questions come to mind, who at OIRA is involved in all of this? Because that's a very small unit. They might call in other experts to help them evaluate them. And What's the big mystery about privacy? I'm not sure there's a big mystery. I did talk to Susan Dudley, a former OIRA administrator under President George W. Bush, and now she's the director of the George Washington University Regulatory Study Center. She is not familiar with the NIST publication or what's going on with NIST, but she says, generally speaking, when there's a delay like this, nine months, this usually means there's some disagreement within the government. Agency one and agency two are not agreeing or or something else. She also says 
a lot of times there are a lot of what well, she says cooks in the kitchen when it comes to a document like this. And she goes, listen, that's not necessarily a bad thing. This is really important. And this touches so much other pieces and parts of the government that you need all that input. You need all that that smart people offering comments. But the fact is that it is taking a long time. And she was even surprised by how long it takes. But uh, so so it's hard to say what, what what's happening within OIRA. Again, Susan Dudley, former OIRA administrator, says, listen, NIST has a desk officer that looks at their regulations. This may just be one of those things where the desk officer is incredibly busy and just hasn't gotten it to the finish line yet. It's hard to say. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jason Miller. Your column mentions there's an impact this delay is having on other publications throughout NIST because there are many derivatives of 800-53. What 800-53 does is other publications build off of it. So when when Ron Ross talks about, for instance, hey, we're going to have this many security controls or this many family of security controls, another document will say, okay, well, based on that family of security controls, we're going to take 10% or 30% of that family and, and expand upon it in this new special publication. So currently there's about six special publications or other documents that NIST is publishing that is on hold until OIRA finishes revision five. One of those, for instance, Tom, 800-171 revision two. This is about protecting controlled and unclassified information. There's now 20 family, twenty new family of controls in 853 revision five that have to kind of be part of now this controlled, unclassified information. Another one is 800-171, what they call B. Now this is addressing advanced persistent threats, which is brand new for agencies and vendors. And a fourth and a fifth one, or a third and the fourth one, are 853, what they call A and B. A is creating new security assessment procedures, and B is developing new baseline controls for systems. So all of this is dependent on this other publication. Even something like, Tom, remember FIPS 200 or FIPS 199? There's a new one coming out sure. that, that also has to deal with the, the that builds off of 853. And that's why Ron Ross is maybe, I'll say, patience wearing thin. Now, we'll give Ron a lot of credit. He was very diplomatic. He played the good career fed. I asked him, why? what's taking so long at OIRA? And he goes, listen, it's a little bit above my pay grade. I just know it's not happening. We would really like it to happen. Well, he is a former Army officer, so maybe he's getting ready to do a counterattack and not signaling his moves. Now, you say NIST also is not the only one facing delays in getting their regulations through OIRA? Tom, we've looked into this before around procurement regulations. In 2017, OIRA finalized no new procurement regulations. In, in today, there are 49 FAR council rules, including 14 in the final stage that are under consideration. Now, that's that's up from 45 in December 2018, the last time we took a look at this. So it's not just NIST that is having trouble getting it through, but the FAR council is having it true. And in fact, when you look at the the, the information from the GW Regulatory Study Center that, Dud, that Susan Dudley, former OIRA administrator, runs, they have data that just shows everything is down over the last two years, including the number of economically significant rules, the number of significant final rules, and finally, the number of final major rules are all lowered at any time over the last, than a, at any point over the last 10 years. And I think that maybe, and, and this is what Susan Dudley said, that this is just all part of, hey, OIRA maybe isn't growing. Maybe they just are, have too much to do and they just can't get to things as quickly. It's really hard to say w- what is taking so long. But but it's obviously something that's having a, a, an effect not just on NIST but across uh, much more across the government. Could it be the president's the Trump administration's deregulatory agenda? Maybe a lot of proposed deregs have come their way, and they're dealing with that. Just a guess. 
we know that the administration has put out the executive order that's two for one, right? For every one new regulation, get rid of two. Right. This NIST publication does not fall in the two for one category. Sure. It's totally separate. Now, some of these other things that I mentioned that GW found definitely fall into that two for one category. And what we've heard is agencies say, well, maybe it's just easier not to put anything out that's new because getting the two for one is much more difficult. We're not sure if that play how big of a role that plays into it, but we do know that there are fewer rules coming out. Well, it takes a rule to get rid of a rule, so it takes two. It takes two <laughs> rules to get rid of one. Yeah, so two for one. Let's not do the math right now on that. Federal News Network's Jason Miller, thanks so much. My pleasure, Tom. Check out his notebook now online at federalnewsnetwork.com. Love Target? Well, you're about to love it even more. Target's new red card reloadable saves you five percent every Target trip in-store and online, and doesn't require a bank account or credit check to get approved. Target.com slash red card to get all the details. Restrictions apply.